I want to talk about uh, something uh, that's happened to me recently. Okay. I got to watch out what I say on the show. Out, watch out what you say? I got to... I got you get in trouble? I got, well, I call it trouble. I got a phone call from my mom. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she said, I'm going to start using that. And I go, what? And she goes, you know, the older the berry, the sweeter the juice. <laughs> I went, no. Oh, God, no. So, uh, yeah, I got to watch what I say. Do not censor yourself. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that was a good one, though. That was a really good one. <laughs> I know, but then my mom called me and said she's going to use it. To what? Pick up guys? Pick up men? Strange men? You know what they say, Jerry, down the block? I don't know. Just on Tinder? Yeah. Your mom on Tinder? Well, you know what they say. What's old Tinder? Older Tinder. No offense, mom. Older Tinder. Match? <laughs> yeah, charcoal. E-harmony? Carbon. Match.com. Match. Plenty of fish? Good. Burntmatch.com. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get another like, phone call. I, I'm going to get another phone Sorry, call because Mom. of this. Yeah. We love you. You're our b- you, biggest fan. You know we're going to come up with a really good one at the middle of the episode. I know. What's that Backstreet Boys song? Mom, you always were my biggest fan. I, I think it's called The Fan. That, yeah, I think so. I think that's what it's called. Anyway, welcome to the pre-brief, guys. Um, how's it going? We uh, had a hell of an episode last episode did and left it on a big cliffhanger big old cliffy because somebody doesn't remember to use precision and language clifford the big red cliffhanger yeah it was like my brain was like no 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 keep it vague <laughs> so that uh so when you say the person who he's related to is just say you general you <laughs> could be anybody could be anybody it could be uh what what was the you bill clinton <laughs> <laughs> what? oh my god <laughs> what a revelation uh, yeah uh, what was the name of the the guy the Hotel desk. Oh, clerk? I don't even remember. With what was the oh, hotel? Oh, Chet or Chad or Chet. It was Chet. Yeah, Chet. maybe it was Chet. Ch- Ch- Chet yeah. Beringer. <laughs> Chet Beringer. That's funny. I want to bring him in more often. If somebody dies, do you want to be Chet Beringer? <laughs> Why do you look at me? I'm just looking at you because you're right across from me. And because I, I'm the only one who's lost a character thus far. You could put, you could put, you could have a gun that's on like a little thing. So you just pull it and then, poof, and then like it just zips back to your waist. That would be awesome. It would just be like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like a that's vacuum cord. not dangerous cord. at all. <laughs> like a vacuum cord. Can it like smack people as it goes back? And yeah. Be like what D4 damage is it? <laughs> yeah. There's like a 90% chance it'll go off by accident. <laughs> just poof, poof, poof. <laughs> the, the extendable is attached to the trigger. So as <laughs> yeah. it goes back, it's just. Poof, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. Yosemite Sam. <laughs> you got to do a dance to not get <laughs> shot by your own gun. Oh, well, tangent. Yep. Uh, well, uh, oh, temperature checks. Um, medium rare. Medium rare. Okay. It's bleeding a little. Just bleeding a little. <laughs> Emotionally bleeding. Aw, poor Cam. And I, I would just like to say, you got me sick, so now I'm sick while we're recording. Um, I don't think I did. Blame I Kevin. Think our kids got us all sick yep. <laughs> from school. Can I get a uh, fuck Kevin in the chat? One, in, two, three, go. In the yeah. comments. F Kevin. A lot of people have been effing me lately. You have gotten quite a few. I gotta Fs. go get tested. <laughs> <laughs> Getting effed left and right. And you can see all those Fs on our Discord. That's true. Yeah. But I like it. I like getting effed. Also. Nothing like a good effing. <laughs> also... If you're a fan of what we do, we would love some ratings, reviews, comments, follow, subscribe, all those things. It helps get us out there into the world where people who may not know about us will find us and possibly enjoy what you enjoy. So if you're if you're a fan of Doom Vision, we're calling on you. This is like do the Lord's work. Except <laughs> for you, Jordan Smith. Fuck you. Is it Jordan Smith? No. No, that's a new one that I've Oh, Jordan Smith. Okay. Yeah. New new We're nemesis. Jordan Smith. We have a new new nemesis every season. Oh, well, do we need to save Jordan Smith till next season then? Oh, wait. We already have one, yeah. Oh, we already <laughs> have one. Well, whatever. I don't remember his name though. Well, you know, Thomas he died. Something. That's why. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, he heard me yelling at him and he crashed his car. So, Jordan Smith it is. Jordan <laughs> Smith, okay. Let me give you an accessory to murder. I can't prove nothing. <laughs> Can't prove no nothing. Other than you just admitted it. Are we have to set Troy, cut that? it out. <laughs> bleep, bleep. 
Uh, Jordan Smith, wherever you are. Fuck I hope. you. Uh, Jess. Uh, Ooh, <laughs> <jokes>. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, that was from my old uh, Xbox days. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> playing online. I remember those days. Hey. Hi. Wh- how's your temperature? I'm just ready to get into it. I okay. really am. How's your temperature? Cool. Cool as cucumber. You know what? Let's cool get into it, guys. Cucumber. Let's do it. Delta Green, the role-playing game, is a horror-themed tabletop RPG that uses dice and collective storytelling to help shape the narrative of the game. The handler presents story elements and situations to the agents who have free agency to make choices that govern their characters' lives. In the context of this game, Delta Green is a covert agency embedded in the upper echelons of government to stop supernatural threats and to prevent those threats from ever being revealed to the world. We at Doom Vision are playing Impossible Landscapes, a campaign of scenarios set in the world of Delta Green. Impossible Landscapes was written by Dennis Detweiler and published by Arc Dream Publishing. For more information, please visit delta-green.com or arcdream.com. All information will be listed in this episode's description. Previously on Doom Vision. What's going on over at the house? I light this piece of paper on fire and I'm going to say, get out. I'm going to toss this and run. So behind you, you hear the sound of the fire and then you hear... Get to the car now. Bang! It just blasts through the side of the house. I knew that was coming. Tears up the lawn. As it's making its way towards you. You want me to find something for you, correct? I want you to find those agents. And I want you to find me that fucking book. It attempts to ram you. And you just barely... It just barely misses you. And hits the side of your car. And it leaves like this huge dent right in the side. You you kick it into drive, and it's like swing, 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 and then it's like it starts like you start taking off your wheels, skid on the on the asphalt, and you take off, and it just starts hopping after you, just taking these long strides. This huge gait that it has, right? Is it on us? Is it on top? And of then the you look in the <laughs> side mirror, and it's clawing its way up the side of the car. Okay, so you, uh, you you turn the steering wheel, you see a car coming up, like a minivan or something, uh, parked on the side of the road, and you turn the wheel into it, and um, a small family, I'm just kidding, <laughs> uh, and you turn into it, and it just <laughs> crash, and like you, you're the whole like left side, driver's side of the door is just like, uh, the, the driver's side is just like, all bent to shit, torn up now, but you're still moving. It falls off. The waiter says, uh, Sir, listen, if you're not going to calm down, I'm going to need to call 911. I'm going to... And they're going to throw you out. And he says, I am 911. And he stands up and he's just like, Ah! And he just attacks this waiter with I'm a knife. Fucking out. Okay, so you just take off. The last thing that you look, Agent Exeter, aka Barbus, stabs him in the neck. So I'm I'm gonna want to go get this uh, my DNA sample in to try and locate any living familial, any relatives, actual relatives of living relatives correct you scan the list of names and you see your own name on this list as a living relative of Cameron's Thank you.
Welcome everybody to the show. Hey, um, we uh, talked about how vague I was last episode. So maybe we should not be as vague. No, I, I like it that you is on the list. That's a really unique name. Yeah. You. You. You, me, us. <laughs> like who's um, on first? Yeah. So I said you because uh, I was intentionally by accident keeping it vague. Uh, when I said you, if you didn't watch, I looked over at my wife and I said, hey, you. <laughs> oh, hi, you. You with the face. You're the one who comes up on that list. Of people. Veronica. Veronica. <laughs> it's been two seasons. What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> Claudia. Veronica. She's had so many. Gonna switch your name to, to Sharon. Michelle. Um, so anyway, how do you feel about that? Um What do you think you are to him? Grandma? Grandpa? What? <laughs> Pet? <laughs> how my grandpa? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I have a feeling I'm probably, I'm probably auntie. <laughs> and, uh, like, I think as soon as she sees her name, like, her heart is going to be thudding so hard that, like, she can't hear anything. Like, she's just kind of, like, in her own little world right now. And, like, she, cause she because the shock is insane to her. And so I guess I want... To, like she's still holding the paper, right? I want to see. Does it say? Does it just say living relative, or does it say how? I think it would just say living relative. I don't think it's like. It would probably say cousin twice pers- removed, like a percentage percent matched. Yeah, yeah, hundred and fifty percent. Oh, jeez, I am him. <laughs> you are him. <laughs> Share DNA, your clone. Um. So yeah, that's. Uh, well, if if you're Claudia's. And I have the same DNA. That'd probably be a pretty high percentage. <laughs> so you're you're you found out that you're related to her, Cameron. What is what does Cameron think? I'm curious as to maybe she knows. Like it just says relative, right? Living relative. I'm sure you have more than one relative. So, do you know anybody that's had a baby in the last 19 years or had a baby 19 years ago? No, no. No, I don't. (laughs) Not in our family. Around New York, summer of 95? No, but the only person that would have been in New York in 95 was me and Claudia, my sister. Was she pregnant? No, but she was missing. Is missing. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, shit. I just realized something. You. CM, Cameron Moore, Claudia Marcus. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> I. That's not anything that I did. Cameron Moore was random. All right, I'm grasping. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool, though. Yeah, yeah. That, is pretty, that is pretty cool. <laughs> it was meant to be. That, yeah. w- that would be funny. Mind blown. Um, uh no, it was just just me because Claudia was already missing by that point. But you don't know if she was pregnant or not. Maybe she didn't know when she went missing. She could have been very early stages and she was seeing Marcus. That's true. Your guys's old partner? Yeah. Yeah. Real douche. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad Ill. was a real douche kid, sorry to tell you. We don't talk ill of the dead. <laughs> He ain't dead. He's, he's just, got a grave, so. He went for smokes and a carton of ice cream. <laughs> Did you not see the intro to the season? He was dead. There was a funeral. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they filled it with 50-pound weights <laughs> and some photographs of cooters. <laughs> <laughs> and babe. And babe. Yeah, they just put babe's corpse in there, too. <laughs> that got dark. Jesus. In her six-nipple bikini. <laughs> oh, Jesus. God damn it! <laughs> we we haven't done this in a while, obviously. Yep. Nope. We gotta we gotta we gotta take the bike out, put the oil on it, yeah. crank it up. Uh, you know, take it down the block a little ways before we get back into it. So, with that information, 
you have now discovered this. You have a better idea of who your your actual mother might be, not necessarily your father. So, but there still is like this weird gray area where technically it could be me because it's a high percentage, right? Were you pregnant? <laughs> no, but this is Delta Green. <laughs> I'm not discounting a I single. I forgot thing. I had a baby. Did it just crawl out of your belly button in I the middle mean, of the night? In the night floors, anything could have happened. How do we know that I'm actually Veronica? I, Veronica could still be in the night floors and something else came out. She could have fucking swapped. Body swap? How crazy would that be? Maybe it's... Maybe you're Claudia. That would be crazy. Anywho, is there anything that I could do to look further in to find out who my parents are? Because I specifically looked for living. Mm-hmm. I think if you wanted to, based on like how DNA works now, you know, like if you wanted to find out for, let's just say that you, you you're like, is Mac my dad? You would need like yes. his DNA, right? He, you, because how that whole like ancestry and how the 23andMe and all that shit works, like that kind of database, you know, you need to have like a relative of someone. If you're trying to find out, that's how they catch killers now. Like um, if you want to find out like the sister, the second cousin, whatever needs to like put their DNA in there and then they can go, oh, hey, there's a match to the DNA that we haven't been able to find yet. So if Marcus or Mac or anybody from the 90s that you wanted to like figure out, if they had DNA to, then then you'd have to match that up with yours, I think. Okay. But, you know, you'd be able to find her because like she's living, you know, her DNA is probably in some database somewhere, I'm sure. Um, Most people's are. So. Okay. It would be harder, I think, right? I think that's fair to say. Yeah. Much harder to find out who, if if the person, if, you know, was back in the night. But yeah, it's living relatives. It doesn't show who another percentage of anybody else. Other than, like, your parents, right? That's who would show up yeah. as well. Yeah. Like your, so you'd see, like, her grandma your, and grandpa. Grandpa, yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I would think that you'd be able to get, excuse me they would be able to tell what portion of the lineage it is, right? But it would take... That's going to be a more in-depth report, like, from 23andMe. That's not going to be something that you can get out of one of those 90-minute fast DNA things that they have. Like, the percentage of match, doesn't that indicate what... How close in the bloodline you are. How close the... Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. So we're going to be pretty close. And with that, I'm going to hand the piece of paper to you. I'm going to say, you need to get out. You need to go as far away from here as you possibly can until we know it's safe. I can't let you go into there. I cannot. Knowing what I know. I'm not the one being reckless, auntie. Damn it, he's right. There's a scene similar to this on Black Panther. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that? (laughs) Does that make you Killmonger? (laughs) (laughs) So is your suspicion that Claudia is my mom? Yeah. Do you have any of her DNA? I have everything that she left behind. Close? No, it's, it's in my home. But when, when she went missing, after we burnt down the building, um, I went back. I tied up all of her loose ends in California, and I kept everything that was hers. Is there any way we could get it shipped here for testing? Something shipped here? I suppose I could ask my mom to send like a hairbrush or something, but it's gonna seem real weird. Not to. I know that you're anxious, but is this something that can wait until we're done with our mission? You could even, I'm sure, go back with Veronica. And you guys can figure this out afterwards. 
And I, I understand why you want to get to the bottom of this, but it's also going to be a distraction if we're trying to work this case and work this on top of I it. I just realized something. I understand your point, um, but you two have been pressing me to believe that I have been connected in all of this this entire time. And now it's starting to seem like I am connected and I want to know what that connection is. I would, I would, this is me speaking out of character now. The only thing that I would, like I'm sitting here racking my brain trying to think of things that he would have a DNA on. The walkie-talkie would be one thing. Yeah, but that's been handled by her and... Yeah. I don't know if you're going to get this one, babe. I know I, you're I trying you say, real beyond hard. Beyond a shadow of a doubt that Claudia would be the, your relative. It the, the timeline makes sense. Your, you know, that Claudia is probably your real mom. Oh. I I think you could you can Claudster. say I think you can say without a beyond a shadow of a doubt that And she was in Hotel Bredalbin and you were dumped in the mi- middle of the McAllister building. Yeah, so like, that's if, if you want a 100% DNA, you might not get that, you know. Like what if Thomas Manuel's my dad? You want to go on Maury? Or Louis Post. <laughs> you are not the father. She was seeing Marcus. Odds are she got pregnant by Marcus before she disappeared. I had this theory going a while for a while. I've had this theory in my brain. Hmm. I thought it was Abby or Claudia. With the DNA match, it's Claudia. She got knocked up by Marcus before she went missing. Out popped you. Maybe that's why she went missing. Maybe. Maybe she's like, oh, shit. <laughs> I gotta get With far, far away guy? from here. <laughs> I gotta get away from him. <clears throat> well. Let's, so. let's, let's put this on the side burner for now, I suppose. Because regardless of what we need to find out, we have a big looming threat right now. We do, but anytime you're involved with a burner, I get a little nervous. You don't even know what I did with the burner this last time, buddy. <laughs> okay. That was Troy talking. Oh, right. <laughs> Speaking of burner, you wanted to look at that cell phone, right? Yeah. Yeah. Segway. Yeah. Um, right, is Cameron up for a distraction? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give you the uh, cell phone with the symbol on it hmm. and see what you can. So what's this? Uh, this is a cell phone that I found in Exeter's house that has a demonology symbol on it. I was wondering if you could take a look, see if there's anything useful on it. And give it a shot. What's the symbol? Um, it's for a demon citri. Cool symbol. Okay, so do you want, uh, you know, your computer science is like 80, right? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you don't even need to roll for it. You already will get this information, so... Um, takes about an hour, but you discover just, you know, plugging it into your various computer wizardry. Um, you found out, you find out that this phone was activated on the 29th of June, 2015. And it was first used in the Boston area. And it was activated using a so simple calling card. Um, so it's, and that's pretty common, um, to see that you know it's like straight talk or whatever um and so do you want to and then so with that that's what 30% gets you of a computer science 50% gonna get you uh the ability to hack the sim card and so that takes about two hours and you see that there are a bunch of deleted calls that you're able to get now with that. Going to Ophelia Citri and the Boxer Hotel. And to the Dorchester House. So they're all deleted calls to there.
And so that's... All you're able to get, really, from... With your... Hacking abilities. What do you think about this Ophelia Citri? Who do you think she is? What the deal is? Do you remember? Well, her name popped up in that book... And then it popped up somewhere else. She was a spouse of some someone, Ophelia, wasn't she? I can I tell you? Through, yeah, I'm looking through you? my notes was and I don't Dallas? see it. No, she was um, the spouse of Michael Whitworth. Oh, this is uh, yeah. Who do you think this phone belongs to? Arvis. <laughs> I mean, I would say because where they found it, yeah, Marbus. Marbus? You think Marbus was called Marbus or Exeter? Or what if this is Whitworth's phone? So you're able to, like, also open the phone and look at it. That was just from hacking. Any selfies? You're also able to, like, charge it and turn it on, and you find a bunch of messages as well. Okay. So, and... So you open it up, and there's a message. It's like two dozen messages from Ophelia Citri. And she's saying things like, Michael, trying to get a hold of you. Michael, where are you? Michael, answer me. And then you see one, and it's from an agent, Reuben Hardrick. If you do a quick Google... You find out, like, he works for the DEA. And one of the messages says, it's a voicemail. You're able to listen to it, and it says, Whitwer, Agent Whitwer, I don't know what's going on. I want you to turn yourself in immediately. Please call me back. This 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 won't go well for you. We need you to call, me, call us back right now, immediately. If you remember Michael Whitwer, he was under investigation yes. by the DEA for skimming money. They think he took off. He's currently under investigation. We watched him drop in the night floors. Right. Um, is okay, there any... Agent Vega mm-hmm. of Delta Green. Is there any response, any of these messages that he responded to? No. No. Okay. When did these messages come in? Um, just, uh, in the weeks after it was activated. So not super recently. Hmm. Why don't you guys make an int times five? I think we have a lot of nebulous information about Michael Whitwer, Vega, everything. Yeah, I kind of want to just, like, deep dive on him. You know, and so an int times five is just going to give you a little bit of, like, the ability to, like, process this information. I missed it by one point. I got it. 15. 15? Okay. I'm good. I I got my... Below my int score. 69. Nice. 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 Um, So you're kind of sitting here with this information, piecing it back together, and you're like, okay, what happened? Like, what does this Michael guy have to do with anything? As you're kind of piecing this together... You're like, okay, he must have been here investigating something. Who was he investigating? Why? He's part of Delta Green. What's the plan? What's the purpose of him being here? Why is he missing? He's currently missing. Um, you remember... Um, well, we know why he's missing. <laughs> you remember hearing in, in 616, you remember hearing... Wait, Vega. Yeah. Yeah, so you're like, okay, he was staying in 616. They had something happen. A gunshot happened in there. Um, you know, who was he investigating and why? And then you're like, he must, I bet I bet you anything, he was investigating the Dorchester. Investigating, you know, maybe he was activated or whatever. Wasn't his name on one of the lists that we found in Barbus's house? Wasn't he one of three agents? So Mm -hmm. my assumption was that he was part of the team that Barbus recruited before us. And then when they failed, then we got called in. That was my assumption. I wonder if we can go to the jail and talk to Barbus. 
if he'd be willing to cooperate. I doubt it. In a stray jacket, of course. Not a bad idea. You can go talk to him if you want. Yeah. I mean, we can try just with the way he tried to, you know, kill the kid. But we'll see. Oh, he killed a kid. Well, he tried to kill you is what I meant. Talking about you, kid. You know... We really need to go back to the Dorchester house. But we've had these cameras and we haven't looked at them yet. I don't mean to take a hard right here. But if he was investigating the Dorchester house and the last lead that we had from there is that there were people in masks and robes running the halls. And then I heard them say, no mask. While you guys were sleeping. Maybe we need to have somebody on the cameras for a little bit. So you're, you're able to remote in, right? And just look at their cameras based because you set all that up. Why don't we I, station... I'm able to remote in to Dr. Dallin's computer in general mm-hmm. and also their servers for their camera. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe we should set up station like across from the Dorchester or near it and then have like you on the terminal. Oh, you want a van? Like a flower van that you could set up in? How fun Give would that be? Van. I mean, we can. We well, can, we don't have a handler to call now. <laughs> we just have the program. We we can. Like, I can pull my laptop up and we can watch the cameras from here. Yeah. I'll should do that. I'll yeah, flip yeah, open flip my, it open. Okay, yeah. So you just so you bring up the the cameras. You're remoting in, covering your tracks, making sure you're okay um, with your doctorate of computer science. And you're a genius. Um, Can you say that again one more time? You're a genius. Cameron Moore, <laughs> boy genius. Get him some napkins. <laughs> you're, like, some tissues. you're like Jimmy Neutron. I need a really, soft really, for more than one. A, a 19-year-old like computer <clears throat> science like genius. That's, that's, that's the vibe I'm getting with your 80%. Like That's a doctorate level. So, um, Which is crazy because you... Yeah. You, you, anyway. Uh... Where was I? So let's let's uh, so you, so you bring up the cameras, mm-hmm. and looking at each one, and in the rooms that they have cameras in for the patients and things, um, you notice they're sleeping. Sometimes you'll see like a uh, an orderly walk in, or um, sometimes you'll see somebody who's up pacing, um, and uh, most of the time. You'll see people in their rooms being strapped down, you know, having been strapped down. Some of them, some of them not. Um, orderlies walking around doing their rounds. I don't know how long you want to watch for. Um, you'll um, see like nurses sometimes. Um, there's a couple things I want to specifically look at. Mm-hmm. Can I look at what's going on close to or in Timothy Bale's room? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, it looks like, um, what time is it? Would you say at this point? It's, it's late. Like a couple into the hours, night. like two a.m. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think at two a.m. he's just sleeping. You look at his room; he's sleeping. Um, if you had, you know, like every now and again, you'll catch somebody. They'll get up, go to the bathroom. You know, I think they have toilets in those rooms. I would assume, maybe not, but okay. And then uh, close to or in Ed Myler Wist's room, mm-hmm. he's also sleeping. Um, is there any scanning through there? Is there any activity like or area of increased activity where like seems quiet? Okay, it seems like a very quiet night. Okay, you know, every now and again, like if you wait long enough, you'll see somebody like pounding on the doors or something like that, and then that's as, that's as much as you get. You see somebody who's going through something, and the orderlies have to come in and sedate them or something like that. You know. Um, just normal stuff you'd see in a psychiatric where somebody's having a rough night. They can't sleep. They're going, they're going a little we need to too get in far. Okay. And then, um, seems normal though. All right. So I'll close that. Tell you guys that nothing looks out of the norm, but then can I, uh, open up and look in Dr. Dallin's email? Uh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, so, looking for any emails related to or with last names that are demons. So Samogenia, uh, Citri. 
split screen with Demon Web 101. <laughs> well, okay. just ones that we've heard, right? Yeah. Like that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, you'd see like an email to the nurse Esther, you know, and it would just be kind of a normal thing. Hey, I upped so and so's dosage to something, something CCs, whatever. Um, just a heads up. Um, so and so got bumped last night. Um, just some some lingo that you know that they would have. Uh, you know, is so and so on or off medications? Um, you know, uh, oh, we had to put a we had to put we had to put um, Jerry in into a into a star restraint, things like that. Okay. Um, and then his deleted folder. Porn. Um, bathroom cams (laughs) you see like junk deleted junk nothing weird okay it's gotta be like I bet you it's all old school handwritten somewhere in his office can I look on in his folders and look for tax returns um, 1998 you don't find them because I knew it. Who, who keeps their tax returns from 1998 on their email? In their work computer. In their work computer. I'm, I'm looking for his porn file. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Beach vacation. Yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, I'll, I'll shut that down. Okay. Um, uh, kind I don't of a disappointing, if... like, damn it, I was really hoping to find something. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not going to show itself through technology. I don't. <sighs> it's not going to be that easy. And I feel like there's not enough time to accurately gather what we need intel-wise at this point. Like, we would need, like, right at sundown. So you guys, uh, what do you want to do? And you're not allowed to go in. You're staying in the car. I'm not staying in the car. You guys want to go to sleep at this point? In the car? (laughs) You're not in the car. Oh, I thought we were in the car. You no. guys were in the hotel. Oh, right. He's... In the hotel. I want to poke my head out and see if 616 is there. Okay. Um, you want to look for it? Yeah, I just want to look across the hall and see if it's there. Do you want to hunt for it? What? Can I hunt? Is that a thing? Get your guns. It might be. Can I chat up here with his... Uh... Do, you want to look, do you want to walk around and look for it? Yeah. Okay. Make are, a are you going alone? Look, do you want to go with me? I mean, you might be safer with me. I don't, I don't know. Make a sanity. So you 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 look outside and you're like, it's not there. But I'm gonna look around this whole floor. Fail. First roll. Maybe that's what makes dice. it appear. So you you walk down and you're like, go to get to, you get to like the ice machine, um, and the vending machine. You get like one of those big bomb burritos that give you diarrhea, and <laughs> gross. And uh, just kidding. Um, and you come back, and then you were like right across from the hall. There it is. Just like the night floors, failed sanity rolls are my thing. Cool. Okay, I'm gonna open the door. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you open the door. And there it is. Is it like when we first checked in or is it still like old timey with all the... It's it's just like when you... When we left it? When you left it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it's, it's a weird stark contrast room to what you were just in, you know? Like everything is a little different and a little bit like older, which is weird because like you know that Vega stayed here in June. You know, mm-hmm. you think he left like, anything in there? It's not like he was hanging out in the twenties. You know what I mean? But it's it's got like an old style rotary phone. You know, uh, some of the old stuff. There's a TV and stuff too. So it's like kind of like a mix of like old and new. You know, yeah. you go to the wall. There's curtains, but no window. It's still weird. Hmm. I think the only thing we left in here was the mask and the robe. So we took the file. Someone's going to have to go to sleep. Is there anything new? Can I do a search to see if there's anything new? Cursory look, you don't see anything new. Looks the same. Okay. So when I walked in to do a look, I didn't close the door. I want to leave it open. It slams. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. Um, um, and I'm going to yell out across the hall to Veronica. What does that sound like? You want me to yell? Yeah, do it. Uh, Veronica, come here. All right, uh, I'm coming. Prop the door open. I'll be right back. Don't leave. And I'll walk over and I'll swing the little arm. Quick. I thought that was going to be a different word. (laughs) (laughs) I made Uh, a sound effect for Kevin because he always does them. Oh, yeah. Uh, And I'm going to stop in the middle of the hall and be like, oh, God, it's back. Okay. I knew this was going to happen. Okay. And I see you inside of it, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, look what I found. Uh, We knew it was going to come back. Um... Is there anything different about it? Anything new? Not that I can tell, just glancing, but do you want to just do a quick little search through it and make sure nothing else popped up in here while we were out? Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, make a make a search. I made it. I did not. You're still eating that burrito. Um, so, <laughs> dripping it all over the place. <laughs> Sloppy, gross burritos. Um, so, yeah, you make it. And um, you are searching around a little bit. And you notice a bullet hole in the wall. I'm going to walk up and touch it and be like, whoa, that wasn't there before. Then you look and like right below the wall, right below the bullet hole, looks like a very faint, cleaned up stain. Oh, and I touched it. If somebody was shot. And this doesn't look like it ended well here. Um, well, Cameron did say he heard a gunshot, what sounded like a gunshot, with Michael Whitworth in here. So I would assume someone took a bullet to the head. But it's looking like, but we know that he didn't. No, someone else did, though. Okay, um, I think we need to tear this room apart. And at some point, possibly take a nap. (laughs) I still do not feel like it is safe to sleep in here. I do not want to stay in here overnight. No, ma'am. Okay. But we can grab the rest of the stuff, the mask and the robe, I think is all that was left in here. I'm going to use my phone to take a picture of the bolt hole and the stain. Okay. Um, And then I want to start searching under the beds. Okay. Behind the pictures, just like um, anything that moves. This all would have been part of your search, oh, too. Okay. So I And this is the only new thing you find is the bullet hole. And, and the, the, the very, very hard to spot, faint um, blood outline. Okay. Like, you would have had to really look. Okay. Somebody cleaned this up really good. Not good enough. I found it. All right. Let's close up shop and go back into the other room. I still do not think it's safe to sleep in here. Maybe, maybe a couple nights down the road we can test it again, but... Yeah, that's fine. I'm just wondering, like, should we keep the door open? Maybe it can't disappear if it's open? Then anybody could walk in it, though. That's true, and that puts them in danger. Yep. Okay. All right. Let's... Grab what we need and let's get out of here. Hey, guess what we found? My mom. Very funny kid. <laughs> no, our room our room showed up. Oh? Yeah. <clears throat> Interesting. And so does this. I'm going to show you the picture. Mm. How exciting. That certainly <laughs> wasn't there before. That looks like a bullet hole. And uh, it's kind of hard to see, but there's um, actually blood that was cleaned up underneath it. (laughs) Zooming in. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Kind of looks like Abe Lincoln's face. (laughs) Jesus is on the wall. Is that Jesus? (laughs) Huh. From... Never mind. From what you heard... I told you what I heard. No mask. And then a gunshot. Yeah. I'm wondering if this is a gunshot. Just when. So, uh, do you guys want to go back and sleep? Yeah, we probably should. Okay. Um, are you guys sleeping in the same room again? Or yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So you guys sleep 
Um, do you need to make a roll for your sleep? I do. Okay. And I'm going to take another Ambien because we're going back to the hospital tomorrow and I need to be on my A game. That gives me a 20%. Yes. Okay. My new dice have not been nice to me tonight. Send them back. Ooh, I got it with an 18. I didn't even need an Ambien. Nice. Okay. So you're able to sleep but it without, without gut-wrenching night terrors. <clears throat> and um, so that means that your skills are all okay. Because if you don't sleep, minus 20, right? Yep. That's why I wanted them going back to the Dorchester. Right. Um, when we wake up, I want to peek out the hall and see if the door's gone. You're woken by oh a knock at the door. I took Ambie and I'm I'm asleep. I'll get up and go look at the, through the the people. Okay, you see two individuals, uh, a man and a woman. They're wearing um, professional-looking clothes. What time is it, would you say? About 7.38 in the morning. Okay, so with the the little arm keeping the door closed, you know, uh, open the door, say, uh, how can I help you? And tell them business hours are 8 to (laughs) 5. You see... um, uh, hello, my name's uh, Emmeline Skihan. Um, this is my associate, um, Trooper Michael Dawkin. Uh, we were wondering if you'd like to spend a little time with us talking about Elias. Well, hello, Emmeline. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Um, do you think you could let us in? Is that all right? Sorry to... It's such an early hour. I, uh... I got a couple other people sleeping in here. (laughs) (laughs) She's snoring away. Give me one second, okay? Okay, sure. Um, If you'd like, uh, we can meet downstairs. Yeah, why don't we meet in the lobby? Sure, sounds good. Okay, I'll close the door. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go wake Veronica up. Oh, I thought I woke up with the knock. Oh. He said you are awoken. I I figured that the knock would have woken everybody up. Yeah. It would, it would wake me up if I was in a hotel and somebody knocked and be like, where's oh, oh, my pants? Except for, would it wake her up or is she still ambient out? Uh, I'm, you could probably shake me awake. Wake up. <laughs> Gee, how sweet. No, I'd wake you up like I wake my kids. An elbow. <laughs> God, rise and shine. Wake up. What? You are my sunshine. Oh my gosh. Um. So, that was Emmeline at the door. Oh, Barbus's old partner. I don't know if she was his partner, but didn't he do something to her? There's a case against him because he was something to her. I don't. Brain fog. And she was with another guy, Dawkins. Mike Michael Dawkins. But they're going to meet us down in the lobby to have a chat to talk about. Uh, they want to know what happened at the restaurant. More than likely. And probably why his house is also simultaneously gone. Let's just assume they just want to know about the restaurant because Cameron was there. Did they say anything about wanting to speak to us or do they just know of you? They just saw me. You want me just to go down there? You want, oh, no, you, we're going with you. <laughs> do you? Well, yeah, you guys come down, but... I could wear a wire, and you guys could listen. <laughs> we'll go down with you. Yeah, yeah we'll- we're, we're your aunties. You guys all have um, uh, I, I credentials, I credentials too. too. So, oh yeah, that's right. That's right. And, and we're playing it off like he looks older than he is. <laughs> he grew a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fake one. <laughs> okay, well let's get ready. They're waiting for us down there. All right some clothes. Well, I don't imagine I got undressed. Just kind of passed out. Okay. As we walk out our hotel room, is 616 still there? Um, no, it's not. Uh, 
hate it so much. Okay. I'm going to take the stairs. Okay. Getting some cardio in the morning? Making athletics. (laughs) (laughs) Don't try to catch your keys. (laughs) I don't know. You're oddly out of breath from walking downstairs. (laughs) (laughs) Not Not a huge fan of elevators. Okay. So, yeah, you guys make your way down to the lobby. And, you know, it's kind of a nicer hotel. They have couches and stuff and a fireplace. Um, and um, you see Emmeline, um, Detective Skihan, and um, Trooper Dawkin. Um, and they're sitting on one of the couches, and they both have a cup of coffee. Okay, well, I'll walk over to them and uh, sit down on the closest seat. Okay. Uh, these are my associates, Penelope and... We have IA badges. <laughs> Vanessa and Veronica. We have IA badges. Double did you, V. Did you not put your fake mustache on when we came down here? Hello. <laughs> Bonjour. <laughs> oh, this is uh, Veronica and Vanessa. Uh, hello, nice to meet you. So you her hand. Charmed. So we um, got word that Elias, um, formerly Detective Marvis, he, he's been taken to prison, t- taken to jail for an alleged murder. Um, we discovered also that his house had burned down. That's strange. Weird. And you were investigating him. We just wanted to get with you guys and see what's going on, how we can help. Um, he was very disturbed toward the end. We don't know what's going on with him, and I just wanted to make contact with you as, as we were the last... Um, not the last, but we were the... Um, in, in contact with him on a day-to-day basis before his um, apparent uh, mental issues. Before we answer that, I need... I- are you affiliated with any other programs than is she FBI? She works for the police as mm-hmm. a detective. So okay. they work for the state so the police. police yeah. But I'm saying this pointedly. Any other programs? Are you affiliated? Belong to any or help out any other programs? Or agencies? Or agencies. I, I help with various agencies uh, when I'm needed. I'm sorry. They did not get a lot of sleep, obviously. You're not really getting the vibe. What agencies have you worked for? Uh, uh, very many. Uh, DA, FBI. Emmeline, um, we have been in investigating uh, Mr. Barbas. Um, but where we're running into a roadblock is his issues with you in particular. Okay. Yeah. So can you tell me a little about that? Sure. Here. Um, well, he, I guess on an 8th June, um, we, we've been friends for about six years. I, I met him um, six years ago, and I came into the office. Um, I had forgotten my computer, and I was going to, need it because I was working on a case I came in um, to the office and um, I startled him he was doing something I don't know what he was on his computer and um, he actually injured me he um, attacked me he got so defensive I was just like hey what are you doing here and he stood up and he pushed me Um, and so I immediately reported it to our um, officer, our senior captain, supervisor, supervisor. I reported it to our supervisor, and um, he sent me this email. And um, I'll refer you guys to roll twenty. You guys can see the email. <clears throat> Sorry, I should have had it ready to go, but I didn't. You see this email? She pulls it up on her phone. Um, if somebody wants to read it out. <clears throat> sure. Dear M, only once before have I had to write something like this. 
No one knows how I feel except maybe you. To look back on all of this stuff and think, what did I do? Forgive me. Once we were friends, let's just put this behind us. Let's get on with our lives. Obviously, things will never be the same between us. What I want most is for this to be in the past. He says, and you know, now that I think about it, he was writing on some tan piece of paper. Um, thick tan piece of paper with a weird looking pen. That's all I saw. And then that's when he attacked me. Um, I, I did notice, I mean, and he was acting completely deranged, not at all like himself. And he was kind of been slipping away since the beginning of June. I don't know what, what happened to him. Before that, he was completely normal. So, Is his computer and effects still in that office? His computer? Oh, yeah, it should be. He wouldn't... Yeah. Once once he was on put on leave, um, yeah, that stayed there. Curious, how did you find us? Uh, I made a few calls. I knew that he was under investigation... Um, and the IA office directed me to um, who, who, he, who, who was investigating him, and which was your guys' name came up. Okay. Okay, so you obviously seeked us out for a reason, so you just want to tell us that reason? Well, just to share information. Um, and also, it's very strange his house caught fire um we don't know if he started it um what he was doing um at the restaurant we were also curious um we're we're getting uh you know uh surveillance footage from the restaurant um we're gonna get that to us soon um so so they think (laughs) okay um do you know what he was doing on that day um, and why his house? Why do you, do you know if anybody would have? You know, he was a good friend of ours, Michael Dawkin. He says, "Yeah, I've worked with him for about four years. Um, I have a couple things. Uh, if you have any questions, um, you can ask them now. But otherwise, I was going to get into uh, a couple things that I have. I I was actually going to ask you why his house burnt down. Um, uh, did he have any enemies? No, his his yard was torn up." Um, some of the concrete was torn up near his place as well. Um, you know, once I heard that his house was on fire, I got out of bed and I ran over there. We we were we kind of up all night, going over theories and stuff. And yeah, it's 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 very strange. We don't know. It, you know, I think it's safe to say that he finally snapped. Um, and it's uh, weirdly not surprising that he would have stabbed somebody, um, randomly. So, at this point in in his, um derangement. You said the concrete was torn up? Like, what do you think would have done that? I don't know. Um, they're, it's pretty slow going. They're still putting the fire out, technically, um, since it happened yesterday. Um, I believe it's all out, but um, they're not really finding what the cause is other than uh, an accelerant on the first floor. Um, you know, So it looks like there was gasoline or something that caused the blaze to be so strong. Some of the neighbors' uh, houses melted on parts of it. It was so such a strong blaze. Um, but he wasn't there, so he, maybe he lit the fire and then went to this restaurant, stabbed a person. Um, I don't know why he would go to that restaurant. I don't know what was going on. He was meeting somebody. I'm not sure. Hmm. Well, yes, we are looking into this case, uh, so any information that you guys can provide will be extremely helpful. Uh, we hadn't got as far as uh, really bugging him or getting super deep okay uh and then michael doc and he says well so no i i worked with him for about four years um and along with several other troopers uh we went to his house um in july um on the 11th uh we were just hoping to talk him down from his erratic behavior you know um, cause he's acting increasingly strange and, you know, he's a coworker, a friend of ours. And so we were invited to his house over in Medford. And, uh, when we got there, he was breaking down a motorcycle. Um, I didn't know he was much, a bunch of a mechanic as far as I knew, but he was in there 
breaking down a, a whole motorcycle. Um, <clears throat> and so, you know, he gave us some snacks. Uh, we A little bit of brandy he gave us. Um, served us some brandy. thought that was interesting. Um, and uh, he told us he had a new job and uh, that it was really time-consuming. But he didn't tell us what it was. And then uh, I noticed... Um, He's not a married man. I didn't know he was seeing anybody, but I saw this uh, really good-looking woman. Um, she was in this white, revealing gown. She was just kind of... Um, she came out when he... I, I went to use the restroom. She came out of one of the rooms, smiled at me, and then walked away. I don't know what her deal was either. Um, Did you get a name? No, she smiled and walked away, and before I could say anything, and I was just like, oh, can good you for him. Can you describe her? Um, sure. She was really good looking, um, dark hair. She was wearing a white gown. Um, she was, um, actually I I can give you a better description than that. Here. She was, um, you know, late twenties. Um, her, she was Hispanic, um, for sure. Um, she was wearing red lipstick, dark brown hair, brown eyes. Um, but I'd never heard of her, didn't have any interactions with her in the past either, so it's kind of quite strange. My associates and I have one moment, please. Oh, sure, absolutely. I saw you two look at each other. Do you have an idea of who you think this might be? Well, now we don't. <laughs> <clears throat> at first I thought maybe it was like Abigail. Or I thought it was Ophelia. He had, well, maybe not. Hispanic, though. Temogenia, Esther, she was Hispanic. She's she not was older. 20s. No. Okay. All right, I'll walk back over. Sorry. Oh, feel, no worries. Feel free to continue. Um, Initially, I after talking, I thought that Maybe Detective Skian and and uh, Marbus uh, perhaps had some kind of relationship problems, but uh, Skian told me that that wasn't true at all. Um, you know, but I didn't want to make any assumptions. Well, I I appreciate that, and that's helpful information. Um, however, uh, at at this time, uh, with Mr. Barbus being incarcerated, I would ask that you do not speak with him and do not interfere with our investigation. Okay, well, you know, I and mean, we're just trying to help. We're, we're not going to step on anybody's toes, I promise you. Um, completely understand. We haven't had the opportunity to question him yet, and before we're able to question him about maybe he knows about the, what happened in his house. Maybe we can find out who he was meeting. Um, but we, we need to be the first ones to have those conversations. Okay, understood. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, um, I suppose we'll let you get back to it. Um, here's my card if you need it. Um, and so she gives you her card. I'm sure as more comes out, we'll, we'll um, find out more about our friend. Um, could, why don't you just give us your numbers so we can call or text you if we need to, to get a hold of you? Yeah, she gave you her card. Oh, yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah. Business card. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so with that, she um, gets, stands up, shakes your hand again, and Dawkins shakes your hand and says, um, okay, well, uh, we'll be in touch. Thanks. And they leave. Make a, hu- make a human. That's what I was wondering. I made mine. Missed mine by two. Oh, I'm over. I got a six percent. <laughs> Um, yeah, you get the feeling that, um, during that whole conversation, she was saying, we're not going to step on your toes. We're not going to do anything. 
but she seemed like she cares and wants to get to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. And that she's going to be an obstacle. Do whatever she needs to. Um, you know, the vibe you were getting was, yeah, sure, sounds good. And then she's like, all right, what else do we got? We got to figure out what's going on with him. Um, we need to go to Great Gateway Bridges. Yeah, you need to destroy that footage. Okay. Yep. I'm going to hop in an Uber and go to Gateway Bridges. Okay. All right. All right. You make your way to Gateway Bridges Restaurant. And are they going to recognize there. you? I'm going to go in with my credentials. Okay. It's still taped off. Um, it's Right now it's taped off. There's still police in there processing everything, I think. Um, because it happened last night, right? Mm-hmm. And so they would still, you know, you look and there's still like blood blood area. There's people um, trying to uh, process the scene still. Um, yeah. So uh, I want to find the... Is there any officers around or anything? Yeah, yeah. You see a, a police officer. Can you uh, direct me to your senior officer in charge of this investigation? Uh, sure. That would be uh, Jenkins. Okay. Can I speak to Jenkins, please? Uh, yeah, Jenkins. <sighs> Hang on, he's in the bathroom. Uh, and then out comes this guy, and he's really heavy set. You know, like he's big, kind of older, maybe fifties, sixties. He comes out, and he's like. Yeah, can I help you? What, uh... Yeah, Cameron Moore. Hand, put out my hand to shake his. Yeah, uh... Steve Jenkins. Uh, I'm with, uh, Internal Affairs. No need to panic. I'm not here for, for you, but I was investigating, uh, Mr. Barbus. Is that so? Yeah. So you're the guy that I saw on the tape skedaddle out of here. Fade to black. And we'll find out what happens on the next episode of Doom Vision. <laughs>